55, Snakes Alive. You know what I've said it is, boys? 55. Uh, is that a bingo reference? That is a bingo reference. Fantastic. I did just Google that. The number was calling my name, so I thought, what, what would what would go at 55? But anyway, Snakes Alive. Tom here. And Max. And Ben. And it's a pleasure to have everyone back listening to another episode of The Rock Zone, all things High Rocks related. Yep. Mm. This week we've got a very special guest. And, uh, well, I think in terms of Instagram followers and YouTube subscribers, biggest guest we've had on the show so far. Yes. Mm. We're joined by Mark Lewis and his wife, Jen Lewis. But without further ado, should we get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Three, two, one. Rack Zone in, boys. Rack Zone in. Okay, so we're joined by fitness YouTuber Mark Lewis and his lovely wife Jen Lewis. You've probably seen them online uh, quite a fair bit. They do everything fitness related on YouTube, but also they do some fantastic High Rocks content. And this week we actually unpack uh, their favourite High Rocks workouts. Uh, we asked them what they'd actually change about the sport of High Rocks, which is really interesting. And of course, uh, their favourite poses for when they're uh, exercising. I think that's mainly Mark. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we've got some really good would you rather questions. That's my little specialty. And um, after that, we uh, are obviously going to get a little sexy with science um, and discuss uh, what we've been posting on Instagram again. So at Pod is where you'll find us, as always. And if you're not following us already, what are you doing? Yeah, literally. Yeah. So seriously, what are you doing? We've been plugging this shit for weeks. It's free. GTFO, it's good yeah. for you. It's helpful. Ben puts a lot of time into putting stuff together for you. Max puts a lot of time into making me put a lot of time. Into <laughs> yes. And Tom, and Tom doesn't looks put pretty. much time into <laughs> it. <laughs> but he enjoys being there. Anyway, yeah. it's, not, it's not time That's to get good. sexy yet. You're going to have to stay tuned. Yeah, we'll get sexy later. But uh, in the meantime, I want to know what's going on with you boys. What have you been up to the last week or so? Oh, I went paddleboarding this weekend, actually. And yeah. I think it's pretty similar to uh, the ski erg, sort of the movement. Um, mm. Yeah, so I was actually on the river, went up the Thames, uh, which was good fun. Had a fish jump on my board, believe mm. it or not. Broke up a fight between a big duck and some ducklings and saved someone's football as well. So, yeah. Did you not also get hit on? Oh, I did, yeah. You mentioned well. something about I was that. about to get the text message up. Yeah, <laughs> ben, ben, ben sent me a text saying, uh, man, this high rock shit is working. Just got hit on while paddleboarding. Nice. LOL. I thought the guy was trying to knock me off. He was drove, He drove the Oh, it was a guy? No, no. He, it was a dude with like three girls in the back. Ah, and he like drove okay. the boat. On the River really, Thames. Yeah. And he that drove the boat mad. really close, tried to knock me over. And I was like, I got down on all fours at that point because I was like, I was like, this is a bit choppy because there's a lot, a lot of few boats going past. And then, uh, oh, then I looked at them and they were like, She's single, by the way, and then she was like cringing. Anyway, oh, really? yeah, it was good fun. But what about you guys? How have you been training? <laughs> I've not been training. I played golf this weekend. I played golf this weekend. Um, yeah. I had my first competition uh, with nice. my the father and son competition, mm. and we took it to the 18th. But um, unfortunately, we just didn't have the steel to pass muster mm. in that. And um, who is to blame? Conceded. Dad or son? My dad. Part on the 17th, he fucked up. Okay, but. Okay. Um, well, yeah. uh, I also Sorry, played some Dad. golf, but I also did a lot of running. And um, on that note, I'm going to say it right now. I'm committing to run another marathon. Good shit, man. Yep. I'm going to unpack that properly. And I think that deserves a proper episode because running is fucking important to uh, High Rocks. But who else is important right here, right now? Mr. Mark Lewis and Jen Lewis. Yes. Yeah, baby. So bringing us back on track, they've been YouTubing their fitness journey for the last few years. And they've got some pretty interesting opinions to share on High Rocks. So, yeah, let's get into it. It's Mark and Jen time. Woo! Well, thank you so much for joining us, guys. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, very, very good, thanks. Great, thank you. Um, we're going to go straight in 
with some quickfire questions to get to know you a little bit better. Um, so we're going to start nice and easy, and I think we're going to do this alternating. Um, I'll start with Jen first, ladies first. Um, what's an everyday item you can't go a single day without? Well, quickfire and terrible at this. Uh, food. Food. food, fine. Food in general, fine. fantastic. Uh, sticking with the theme of food, uh, Mark, you get a slightly more boring one. Broccoli or kale? Oh, well, bro- broccoli, but I mean, that's like a punch in the face or a kick in the leg. I don't... It's choosing between boring and boring, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, Jen, yeah. favourite flavour of crisps? Oh, I like Monster Munch, um, Flaming Hot. Mm. Good yeah. choice. Or Doritos, Chili Heat Wave. Anything chilly and hot. That came a lot quicker than uh, the yeah. other question. Um, Mark, what world record do you think you would have a genuine chance at setting or beating? Uh, probably my age group at rowing. <laughs> okay. Just the whole category of rowing? Uh, yeah, any, like any yeah, yeah, within reason, mo- most distances, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd certainly be up there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got a lot of food questions here, actually. Jen, if you could bake a cake with any sports person, dead or alive... Who would it be and why? <laughs> <laughs> who, who writes this nonsense? <laughs> well, welcome to the rock zone. Probably. Yeah. Okay, I, was, um, I don't know. Do you know any sports people? I thought he just gave me a vow because he's the one only for one person that I Yeah, that's to. okay. Yeah. Um, also, what type of cake are you baking? Mm. More importantly, uh, chocolate. Mm, that's mm. easy. That came out yeah, very yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, Mark, would you rather do a high rocks where every single exercise is burpees or would you rather do back-to-back high rockses but not have to do any burpees? Oh, back-to-back. I, I do five, but I do 24 hours of high rockses non-stop and no burpees. Really? Re- that that wow. much of hatred? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you had me at no burpees. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? I'd rather eat broccoli and kale and, and then do burpees. <laughs> There you go. Well, that's all the quick fire questions I have. Um, and uh, now let's stop with the silliness. Let's get very serious. Mm-hmm. Let's get down to business. Ben, I think you have a question. Um, I, I mean, I just want to quickly follow up on the on the rowing thread. You said you could absolutely demolish like any rowing competition. You able to? I'm glad you're following up on it. I... <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I, I'm not going to let that just slide. <laughs> So I'm I'm going to assume then that rowing is your favourite exercise in high rocks. Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's wow. Okay, <laughs> fair. Sorry, that's... from the perspective of ego that I'm fast on it. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not. No, it's not. No, not really my favourite. No, no. no. The sled pool because you get to do yeah the, the sled pool really because it, it looks good in the photographs. That's my favourite. That's so true. Al- although I have taken I have taken to do a little bicep flex on the rowing machine now. It's become yeah. my little thing. <laughs> like like Mo Farah has that kind of M malarkey that he does. I now mid row I I pop a bicep for the uh, photographer. You have to. Brilliant. You have to. You have to play around with them a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Otherwise, um, what's the point? If well, you can't, if you can't flex I, on it in Instagram afterwards, yeah. where are you even there? Yeah, what, what you've been, what you've been doing there? Yeah, exactly. First, first of all, the high rocks. Know where the photographer is. Yeah, completely fair. <laughs> so, sled, sled, was it sled pool? Is your favourite one? It's closely followed by rowing. But Jen, what about yourself? What, what is, uh, what's your favourite exercise in a race? Um, I like the farmer's carry just because it's the quickest one, <laughs> and that's fair. purely <laughs> the only reason. Also, you didn't you did put them down, did you? No, I do try and not put them down because Mark always rams it into my mind. Don't put them down, don't never, put them down. Never put them down. Yeah, yeah. all that grip strength coming through. Um, 
Both of you had uh, different entry points into High Rocks, um, which I think is quite interesting. I'd like to touch on that a little bit. So starting with you, perhaps, Jen, I think you've you've documented your fitness journey quite well because it's so new online. Um, what is it in particular about High Rocks that you thought, yeah, this is a really, really big challenge and I as a new sports person am going to take on this behemoth of um, a challenge? Well, firstly, because it's such a running-based challenge and as a non-runner at the start of my fitness journey, that was a, a big appealing part of doing a big challenge for me, running 8K as fast as you can when you don't like running or never really did running. There's Seems a like a big enough challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. himself. I fucking hate running, so yeah, <laughs> you and me, Jen, we're in the same camp. Yeah, and then to add in all the strength stuff where I'm really not one to go to the gym and use any type of free weights, so... To get into uh, an exercise where, or in a competition where you are doing free weights, the the farmers carry the stub push and pull and all those type of things. It was just weights that I would never pick up or push or pull. So, so you've you, well, you've yeah. built it up perfectly to not answer my question in the sense of you've <laughs> you you can't or don't want to do all these things yet. Somehow you've challenged yourself three times now. I think to do all of this. So. What um, what other than than having a, a man by your side who's incredibly into all of this yeah. would 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 have brought you to this High Rocks event? Well, clearly that's the main reason. Obviously, Mark being my main motivation and reason why I've done my High Rocks journey. Um, really, it was just because. I needed to do something that gave me a reason to do the to get into running and the exercise. Really, I had I kind of would like I said go very lazily to the gym and just potter around. So it was just nice to try and see what having a goal looked like. Not that it really worked for me, but it was nice to try it out. Mm. Well, clearly, well, it has. It's, it's worked. It's worked in the sense that that you've um you you you've improved massively. Oh yeah. Yeah, I get that part. I mean, it hasn't worked in the sense I hadn't got like the Hyrox bug. Yeah, it's interesting actually. It does what's coming up for like our, our, our kind of future content because you haven't got the Hyrox bug the way some people get it, but it's still acted as a as a massive goal for you uh, or a target at least. Yeah, um, but that's that's interesting. So um, I I would have thought very much like you just said, Mark, that most people who try Hyrox and then go again are kind of in it for the long run they they want to keep chipping away at your time so um what is it about it jen that you're like on the fence about and by the way that's completely fine just yeah, because be, yeah being on the fence is fine just we because you're on a people. high rocks podcast yeah. with two guys who live breathe yeah. high rocks yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. Not. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did you book her why is she <laughs> <laughs> um just really down to the fact that uh, we've got so many other things going on throughout the year and I'm now concentrating massively on my running after now now enjoying it. I've got 100k coming up in September and to get better at high rocks, like if you really want to get good at high rocks and get into the podium positions and really better yourself, I feel that you do have to put a lot of training and time into it to get that functional fitness where you can run and do something, can run and do something, can run and do something over and over and over again for eight times. It's a fitness level that I would struggle to get as well as trained for my 100K. Mm. 
100k like let, you, you can't just drop that and walk away from that come on we'll, we'll unpack that please are you is it out there you've got a, a specific race in mind or is it just like it's a target that you want to hit uh no a uh, race in mind it's the thames path challenge in september mark's already done it and i jokingly said whilst getting into my row uh, running at the start of my training that i did a, a 10k and came back from it at one point, I thought, oh, that was easy at like zone two. And I said, I could do that for 100K. <laughs> and so Mark's now pulled me up on the challenge. And so here we are. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. I love I love that whole story, though. Even if it's not high rocks, that's like necessarily your bread and butter. You found running from and it's gone from mm. something you really dislike to what now being serious enough about it to run a 10K 10 times back to back. That's mm. But well, when it does come to high rocks, I do thoroughly enjoy doing mixed doubles. Like I am doing that again with Mark, and we are gonna go further with that. Aren't we? Yeah, we're doing we're doing Birmingham doubles, aren't we? In fact, I, I'd be surprised if we didn't do at least one doubles a year going forward, um, because I mean, this is a you know, I, I don't know how many. Well, there's probably not many just runners that that are listening. But if you are just a runner, it is it is super important, especially for women more than more so. To, to be lifting weights um, and, and do resistance training, um, uh, yeah, there, there is nothing. Excuse me, there's nothing bad about getting stronger. It's only good stuff. So, uh, yeah. So, although Jen's going to be focusing on on the yeah the, the, the distance running, that there still has to be uh, an element of of resistance training in there, which will lend itself to high rocks. And, and I love doing high rocks doubles, so we're still going to do that. Um, but you're not going to be you're not going to be kind of high rocks obsessed. Yeah, right. That's fair enough. So that's a really healthy attitude to have, and not blast a hundred quid on every single ticket five or six times a year, but just moderate it once a year. It is. It's an expensive hobby. It is. It is really expensive. I think what's really interesting that you guys have been talking about is the relationship you guys have as a couple with sport and how you sort of use each other to set challenges and build yourselves up. Like, how do you find that dynamic? And like, how do you kind of push each other? What's that sort of relationship like? Um, it, it's it's very good. It, it's an interesting one, actually, because we had to tie it back into the the, the kind of the high rocks hype um, of, of the last couple of years. Because obviously it's gone. I mean, I did my first one. When did I do my first one? Ma- Ma- uh, Manchester, whenever that was Jan- January of last year, wasn't it? So uh, obviously it was getting big then, but in the last obviously last year it's kind of gone gone bonkers. Um, and and a lot of people, actually I say a lot of people, actually the, the average person doing high rocks is, is perfectly uh, normal person. There's obviously, yeah, whatever, 7,000 people did, did London just gone. And, and most of those 7,000 will be perfectly sensible uh, human beings. But there is a, as there is with any sport, uh, there always ends up being this kind of um, significant but minority that, that exists, uh, that they're just obsessed with it. And and obviously you jump on the social media groups and so on, and you see that. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, and some people obviously get huge enjoyment from from it being their primary focus, and that's amazing. I mean, all power to you if if that's what you thrive on, and and you 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 are healthy with that, then it's brilliant. And if the alternative was sitting at home, you know, eating Pringles, watching Netflix, then even better. You know, it's amazing. However, there is you know with any obsession there's always a but to that and and i i and interestingly i've almost learned from jen's journey 
where I've seen her get into something like high rocks and then go, do you know what? It's cool, but so is ultra running. Think I'll give that a go. And just sort of a laissez transition from one to the other. And I've watched that and thought, hang on a minute, how can you just let go of something that's so, you know, what, what insane. Surely the, your next step must be to get, you know, high rocks tattooed on yourself, not, not do something <laughs> else. And it's caused me to stop and think and think and actually think, oh, hang on a minute, actually, you appear to have a really kind of relaxed, healthy, happy relationship, bouncing from one sport to another and just enjoying yourself. Uh, and I'm kind of breaking down in tears if I don't knock a second off my, my burpees. And actually, which one of us is, is the more sensible here? So it's actually caused me to think, um, yeah, yeah, love what you do, but, uh, but love it healthily. And and uh, and so for for me, I've I've always learned by what you know. It's interesting when Jen started her journey. I said on a few other videos about that that I thought her biggest weakness was going to be that she wasn't she didn't have that killer instinct. She wasn't going to kind of just you know think hundred meters to go in whatever event I'm going to crush this to death. And I thought that would be her downfall. And ironically, what what's transpired over the last twelve months is that actually having a slightly more level-headed and sensible approach to, to sport has actually been a huge upside cause, because you know, she'll come away from an event going, yeah, did, did cool, happy, move on, what's next? And I'll come away from the event thinking, oh, I'm going because I didn't do this or I didn't do that. And, and um, yeah, it's been a really interesting, for me, it's been a really interesting uh, opportunity to think, oh, okay, there's another way of, of being a kind of a weekend warrior. You know, you don't have to be quite so gung-ho. And again, for those who are, um, yeah, absolutely. If, 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 if you love it, and you, yeah, that's great. But I really like that. That's almost like the, the student has become the master. And Jen's taught you a lot as to how, well, it seems like you can enjoy the sport a lot more, is what I'm getting from that. I'm enjoying sport more. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily make any one thing. But yeah, when I came off a Sunday... And rather than worrying about how I did on Sunday and, and how I'm going to do in my next high rocks, whenever that is, New York, um, I, I just came off very excited about the 10K that we've got coming up this weekend and, and the bike ride I've got coming up next. Yeah, it just, it just, I'm just kind of moving gently from one thing to another and just kind of enjoying it all, really. If you, actually, if you could change one thing, Jen, about a high rocks race, which one, what, what, anything at all, anything, could be the music, could be the exercises, what would you change? Oh, I don't know. I probably would change the order like i think it is what it is for having the wall i i'd say i changed the wallboards but i think actually anything that you put on the end is just going to be that one that you hate the most um maybe i'd change i don't know it's very hard maybe i actually what was annoying me the other day i think i'd probably change the setup like i think the setup on high rocks could be changed a slightly to make it a bit better Oh, now you're talking Ben's oh, language. Go on. Yeah. We can't just say that. Please, what, what? Well, like Unpack. I was saying the other day to you, I think given, like, for example, doubles women's or doubles men, you can only do the open weights in them. And so they don't have anywhere to progress to, which seems strange to me because why can't they progress to doing the pro weights as doubles men or doubles women? I get the mixed doubles is hard to do, but I don't see why same sex ones are hard to do. And I think it would be nice for them to be able to progress to it. It's a really good point. And it's actually something that we've had a lot of people message in recently over the last two mm. weeks, actually, mm. and talk about, like, is there any plans for that to come to the season? I mean, Mark, what about yourself? Do you have any any things that you'd like to see emerge in the world of Hyrox at all? Uh, well, can I, can, I be, can I be a little bit confrontational? confrontational oh, hell yeah. Go for um, it. <laughs> 
what's the word? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't annoy a lot of people, but, but actually, let me, let me annoy a lot of people twice over. So first of all, just to comment on Jen's point, because I know why Jen says what, and I, I see why people want a pros doubles. I, I get it completely, but I also do think that logistically, I mean, logistically, how on earth and when do they fit it in? I mean, and and the reality is, the people calling for pros doubles are doubles who aren't as fast as the fastest doubles, but are pretty quick and therefore want to see the fast doubles go and race somewhere else. That's the bottom line. Uh, so people go, I want. Yeah, they're 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 basically they're they're good people. That if the pro doubles were allowed to go and race in a separate division, then suddenly they're you know they're king of the castle. So it's those people, uh, and and they they don't get to have they don't get to have a whole other race put on just to um, make themselves feel better. So tough luck. Um, the other thing I would do to change it, and I know. I, again, this is just me. I know people are going to say that there's all sorts of reasons why not. I wouldn't send people that have qualified uh, in the Open to the World Championships. Ooh, wouldn't no. do it. Okay. Not, not. I uh, just wouldn't do it. I don't. I don't. I. I mean, I. I. I've qualified for the World Championships last two years running. I. I don't go. Mm. I don't. I don't. Um, because there are people sat at home, pros sat at home mm. that I want to race against if I was at the World Championships, and they aren't there because they didn't get a ticket. But there'll be open racers that are there who have never picked up a 32 kilo kettlebell in their life potentially, and they get to go and race. I I don't I don't. Well, I do understand why they do it, but I don't buy it. And I get people be going, no, here's why it's a good idea. Absolutely cool. And I don't go, so I have no, I have no kind of axe to grind. I don't. Uh, I'm not kind of yeah. I just don't. I just don't get it for me. Yeah, just as it were. So it, I do it, that. It is. It does seem a little unfair when you put it like that, and you look at it through the lens of like, should the should the championships be for professional, well, I saw semi-professional athletes, and it kind of winds itself back to like who is competing in the sport of high rocks, and high rocks currently have this positioning of it's a race for everybody, and you've got that obviously like oh like if you qualify in open you can come forward to pro. But you would hope that it it doesn't do that trickle down effect, and you end up with like tenth or fifteenth place, ending up having to fill the position. And it kind of feels like a bit of a a, a money thing at the end of the day when it gets down to that. Like, oh, we we need to fill the place. Well, here's the bottom line. This is a this is a this kind this is a perfectly factual statement that sums it up. The majority of the people competing at the World Championships have never done that event before. Full stop. That's literally the case. The majority, because the majority of people there are open qualifiers. You look at the numbers of people they're sending, the majority are going from the open. Uh, and they've never done it. They've never pushed a pro sled. They've never pushed, they, they just haven't done it. And the argument, of course, is, well, there's more people at that level. Well, that doesn't work because there's more people play Sunday football. But we don't send our Sunday footballers to the World Cup just because there's more of them. We send our, <laughs> our better. Participation level. I, I understand <laughs> the word. The trouble with the word pro is that pro kind of indicates that you're, you're a pro athlete. Mm, yeah. yeah, we we met, we, met, we met guys there that aren't pro athletes. I'm not a pro athlete in a million years. I'm just a like that you know, runs around the weekend. It's, it, they shouldn't be called pro almost. It should just be called... Bigger weights. I don't, I don't know. You know, level one, level one, level two. It's just, it's the one above. Yeah. You know, you hit a podium in open, get your butt into the pro. Yeah. Or keep racing in open. But there's another thing I'd do. I'd, I want to roll now. I wouldn't have um, if you podium 
in the open, I, I, the minute I podiumed in open, I, I said, I'm never racing open again. I don't want to stand on an open podium and take somebody else's opportunity to stand there and, and, and have their, you know, their moment when there's a whole division above me that I've chosen not to go up into. Yeah. So there you go. That's why I change. I think that's you've you've outseeded you've outseeded the expectations. It's great. Everyone's going to be up in arms. I want my podium. Um, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed, yeah. And, and they, again, I mean, hey, just my opinion. I'm, I don't run high rocks, obviously. As I say, they, they, if they run it the way I said, they, they, they'd have gone bust. They, yeah. So, um, on that note, um, I think it's time for us to slowly wrap this show up. Um, very, very interesting. I'm very yeah. deep. Deep thoughts have come out there. Um, but on a more light-hearted note, we ask all of our guests who come on to give us their favourite post-High Rocks cheat meal. And it's rather wrapped because you only just raced a couple of days ago. So, Jen, Mark, please can you please can you share how, how you celebrated? Mm. Well, I mean, what are we looking for here? We're looking for a, a starter main... Oh, are we doing hypothetical or the actual one? No, they well, that, we don't need to do hypotheticals. They, they, yeah, they'll actually, they'll oh, know yeah. what they ate. Yeah, well, fair. Oh, I, ho- I hope so. Yeah. Okay, well... For starters, there would be no starter main dessert. Like, we just get back and we just, whatever we find first, we kind of eat. And then we think, okay, we should probably order some actual food. And we normally order burgers and chips and then just stodge. And Wagamama's is our proper cheat meal. Um, What what do you go to in Wagamama's? What are you ordering? What's, What's on the menu? Oh, Oh. Uh, pretty much anything vegan on the menu, we literally order it. So between us, last night we spent a hundred pounds on a delivery. So we we, we order a lot between two of us. A lot, lot of food. We have a vegan. Uh, we have the actually actually yeah, we're, we're vegan as well. So just if we haven't annoyed everyone, we're now annoying the carnivores because um, because carnivores love a vegan, um, especially a, especially a fast one because I assume we should have all died by now. So that that really winds them up. Oh, what a what a note to end on. Um, I think, uh, Jed, Mark, you've been amazing. Thanks so much. Uh, given us and I hope all of our listeners loads to think about there. Um, ben, is there anything else we need to say? I think we do. Well, we obviously need to send everyone to go check out Mark Lewis's page if they haven't already checked it out. Where where can they find you online, Mark? Yeah, I'm hesitating to give you the information now because yeah. yeah, 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 all the nasty to me. Yeah, so as long yeah. as you're not a, a, a carnivorous rower. Uh, everyone else can go to well, they can go to YouTube and type in Mark Lewis, and um, there's me. That's good enough. I've got a website as well, MarkLewis.co.uk. But but jump on YouTube, uh, watch my videos. Make sure you watch the adverts before the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, this pod was actually sponsored by Wagamamas, believe it or not. <laughs> um, Mark, Jen, you've been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for talking to us. Awesome. And you guys. Right. Cheers, guys. Bye bye. What an interesting chat. Yeah, definitely some controversial topics covered there. I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting it to be as controversial no, as it ended up being. I. I think it was I thought for me it was the the one around if you race open and you podium that you shouldn't race it again. Yes. Shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, hmm. what do you think? Do you think that's something that people should be taking on board? Well, firstly, that means that Mikey, producer Mikey, can't can yeah, no right. race open. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a very, I think that's a valid point because you've, you've hit, you've, unless there's something like physically stopping you from doing the pro weights for some mm. reason, I think you've kind of, it's like you've completed it. Yeah, but it, in, I think in, it, in the it comes back to like, what is your ambition racing? Like, are you doing yeah. it for yourself to like prove that you can do it? Like if you're coming back and doing it again and again and chipping away at that time, 
are you trying to get to worlds? Are you trying to yeah? Like, well, the term "weekend warrior" was mm. used by Mark there, mm. and I think if you're paying a hundred plus pounds, euros, whatever it is, for this, you're completely entitled to race in whatever bloody division you want. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like if you do start taking it this seriously, it kind of gets takes well, then the fun there's out the pro, of it. There's the pro division for yeah. that. There is the pro division. But is there, for that. is yeah. there, I guess, like, is there a problem with people that are doing the open podiuming? Like, are they having issues? Like, is there a, a logistical challenge with them being too fast for the for the for the rest of the open division? Like, are there logistical issues with? That? I think I think it's more around if you podium, like you're obviously pretty good. You yeah. should be going into pro. You're like, good at you're more than good enough yeah, to be yeah. pro if you pay. So them. like that's the logic. So why take away from like why ah, take so, yeah. like somebody doing open yeah, that, yeah. that has a chance? It's a good point. But then to be fair, I would also not want to do a high rocks at eight PM if I was that is the other part. Eight twenty PM in my case. Yeah, yeah I would not want to. I would not want to do that. Well, we've 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 spoken about that in detail in last mm. uh, last week's episode. But um, yeah, interesting chat. However, it's time to get sexy. Oh yeah, sexy. Yeah, waiting for this. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> well, is that there's end another. Bit? There's something else that's been added on at the end of that. That's a new iteration. I swear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah, asked him to every time. Every time we it's need just, a new. Yeah. There's going to be I a like, whole episode eventually where it's just just that. It's just going to oh, be yeah? like a yeah, whole like exactly. thirty minute long segment of just that. I like the little just groan the at the end. Over. That was brilliant. What do you mean a groan? It's great. Gr- scat. There's no. There's no moan. There's no moan. That's in your mind. Ben, oh, fair. There was no... Take your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> anyway, so what was the headline that we posted about on Instagram last week? Well, it was the individual breakdown of every single exercise for every single division in London. And let me just pick one of them out because I'd encourage everyone who's not already on Ad Roxone Pod Instagram to check it out. Um, the one thing I do want to highlight, though, and something we noticed is for the sled push, the carpets were wrinkling a little bit. I think mm. that's the best word. So um, do you do you know what I mean when I say wrinkling? Yeah, it's sort of bunching up. So as the sled's being pushed, it kind of looks like a, what, a Viennese whirl like or something? Like a, like, yeah, like I, I quite like the word curdle, but I'm not that's, sure. No, I don't think that applies. Like when you're cooking your scrambled it's eggs and it curdles? Saying, no, it's <laughs> If you like chuck the stone into a pond and you see like the, the ripples. Ripples. Yeah, ripples. Yeah, ripples. Right. Like Whatever it was, it wasn't tight. It wasn't. Taught Taught like a tiger. Yeah. Uh, So we would expect, perhaps, because it creates little lumps, that that would slow the sled push down a little Mm -hmm. bit. That would be my theory. Mm -hmm. However, what we've actually seen is that there's not much of a difference at all. Mm. So maybe it's because we were looking at it from the top in the mezzanine level and we saw like wrinkly carpet, new point of view. Because we wouldn't have otherwise seen that. Yeah. Uh, Not as much, I don't think so. No. So uh, the headline is wrinkly carpets. Not a big deal. So looking here at the uh, individual divisions versus the overall season averages, um, I'm seeing here men's doubles is only about four seconds slower. I think the the biggest difference came in for the mixed doubles with uh, where the sled push was about, what, 10 seconds slower in the scheme of things. That's not a lot of stuff, it's not a lot. is it? Yeah, it's not a lot. And also 10 seconds, that can honestly be down to like maybe there was some slower athletes in yeah, London, yeah, you know? That's a really good point, actually. I always contextualise the race, not only by the course, but also by the people that come to it because you're not racing against the same people every exactly, time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think it would only be significant if it was like 20 or 30 seconds across the board. Then mm. we might say, mm, there might mm. be something to it. And in fact, let me leave you with this headline. 
looking at all five UK races that have happened so far, London 1, Birmingham, Manchester, Glasgow, and London 2. Mm-hmm. London 2 is bang on in the middle in terms of pace. Mm. Which are fastest and which are slowest? Well, you're going to have to follow at Pod mm. to see that post very soon. Nice. Okie dokie. Community questions. Time to hear from you guys. The Incredible Hearts community, of course. Um, you guys have been DMing us again uh, with some questions via our Instagram, at Pod, and we have been receiving some emails. Uh, so please do also continue to email us, hello at therockzone.com. Uh, who wants to fire some questions? Ben, Max, who wants to start? I'll go first. Here's a lovely little clip from our good friend, Lydia. No, on a, on a very serious note, those are the men where there's like bicycle shorts underneath their shorts. Why is that? <laughs> well, that's Francesca. <laughs> That wasn't actually Lydia. That was Francesca. That's brilliant. Nonetheless. I, I feel like that's pretty targeted because I was wearing those shorts on race day. Yes. Well, Ben. So, Ben, the floor's why, yours. why the hell do you wear those? Well, you know what? I, I I wore them because I thought they looked cool, to be honest, in all honesty. I thought, you know what? I'm wearing black sneakers with a white little trim. So I'm going to wear black shorts with a white little trim out my out my quads. Interesting. And do we all- need to go any deeper on that or should we just go to the next uh, question? And also, I, think I, find all- them- I think it is also purely for aesthetic reasons. I don't know if it has much benefit. I also think it's like the breathability in the sense that like that doesn't get wet. Like typical boxers, yeah. if you raced in boxers, they would get soggy. Mm. I race in Calvin's. Calvin, you sponsored by <laughs> Calvin. <laughs> right, next question. This is actually from Lydia this time. Do you think the time of day upon when you're competing affects your overall timing? I would say 100% yes, because it depends what you're used to doing. It depends what time you're used to doing your own fitness workout. So like if you're used to working out at 8pm, then great. Mm. You can, and you mm. work out at 8, and you have your race at 8pm, fine. But if you're used to working out at 6am and you've got an 8pm race, I don't know if your body's going to be that well attuned to, 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 to like racing at a totally different time than it's normally used to doing. So yeah. yeah, I think it does make a difference. Yeah, I think that is compounded by like your eating rituals as well. I remember in Birmingham uh, at the beginning of the season, Evening, yeah. I used to train in the morning and I woke up and I don't I don't train on a full stomach. I train on an empty stomach. Mm. And then by the time that I was like, oh yeah, I'll have a banana, got to my race at what, like two-ish. And uh, I was I was a diff, I was a broken man. I think that's mainly because they you just you just you just messed up. <laughs> yeah, because I hadn't got any food, mate. I yeah. race brain to the end. You had degree. a banana. You had a yeah. banana before your Hyrox race, and that was the only thing you ate between eight a.m. and two p.m. Yeah. So I don't know if. But the like that, it was there, just like it messed with my because I was like, oh yeah, I race like I I exercise yeah, on empty yeah. stomach. Um, so yeah, I think in short, I think are we all in all in all in agreement that it's a yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, you you raced in the evening. Well, yeah. I I touched on it in uh, last week's episode. I think it was. Um, it was uh, an interesting experience. Mm. Um, I actually work out in the evenings all the time. That's my my go to spot, and my race uh, kicked off at eight twenty p.m., um, which I did enjoy. The only problem was the whole day was spent waiting mm, for yeah. the race, mm. and it was a nice sunny day. I would have liked to have played some golf, and uh, I couldn't. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, all in favour, say aye. 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 Sorry, we just all raised our hand what, and didn't what say are we aye. Saying aye to, aye to it, timings being you know, racing at a different time of day. It affects your race. Affecting your race. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So I like w- y- aye. yeah, sure. Right. Moving swiftly onwards. Anyone that wants to ask any more questions, again, keep your DMs coming in. Hit us at Rockzone Pod and email us hello at the Also, 
you have a much better chance of having your question be answered if you voice note us. Yes, so voice us on Instagram. We like to hear your voices. Mm. Sexy voices. Sexy voices. Or not sexy voices. We don't discriminate. All voices. Anyway. All shapes and voices. Right. Thanks so much for listening. That's been episode 55. I hope you enjoyed the interview with the Lewises. Um, As always, if you want 10% off your next High Rocks race, head over to our Instagram handle at rocks in pod and check out the bio. Excellent. <laughs> that felt really rehearsed. But that's uh, fine because anyway. I was thinking about that. I planned that in my head. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to uh, follow us wherever you are listening to us. Um, oh, also, also rate us. Rate us five stars. That really helps the algorithm. That does help yeah, us. Yeah, that yeah, does, does help us. Um, that's about all she wrote. Three, two, one. Rocks on out. Rocks on out. Rocks on out.